In Between Sundays, Episode 8. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hey, everybody, and welcome to In Between Sundays, episode number eight. Yes, welcome. And we have a few guests with us this we time. We do. We're, we will be talking today about religion in the workplace again. This is our kind of second part uh, following the discussion. We will have Steve Nelson from On The U and uh, Nick's old roommate and our friend Gerard. Yeah. So we have them in the studio with us and uh, on the phone. And uh, we have a really awesome show this today. I'm really excited about it. I have to say, I like when we have guests because then I don't have to just listen to us talk. Uh, <laughs> you know, it just makes it much more interesting. Absolutely. Um, so what do we have going? Well, again, we have religion in the workplace. Um, we were going to be a preview for next week about confession. And uh, we have another What's My Line? And uh, some news, because uh, you and I saw the Harry Potter movie, so we wanted to just briefly uh, tell you how fabulous that was. And we spent way too much time last night, like hanging around in the theater yeah so it, it was particularly bad this morning waking up it, it, it was so so how's work been going for you nick um it's been going pretty well i've been enjoying myself i spent i actually got to work from home today which was great because it always cuts down those interruptions that you have normally oh so you got to sleep in no i did not sleep in i oh, got okay. up at the normal time but i got to work from home today which was a lot more relaxing than actually having to drive into work see like we said we went and saw harry potter the what is this the sixth movie harry mm-hmm. potter and the half-blooded prince half-blood half-blood prince, yeah. prince thank you and uh we saw a midnight showing so it didn't get out until about 3 a.m oh wow so that's right i know yeah you think about that now and you're like why were we crazy enough to go do that but we are all super harry potter fans so uh we just we needed to go see that immediately yes and we'll talk about that a little bit later when we go through some of the news i uh i recently got a haircut so i feel like i lost 10 pounds so that's that's always nice <laughs> wow <laughs> that's right yeah I, well, I look completely different but um, you do uh you i didn't notice until you called the attention to it because i've been staring see, at the computer the whole let time let me tell you that's the difference between guys and girls because guys are like oh oh yeah i guess you did get a haircut and girls that's always <laughs> the first thing that they notice so yeah and then they get mad at you when you don't notice so okay so let's move on to uh get the show started and we're going to start off we have some feedback uh the what's my line segment okay then do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. This is What's My Line, where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. So, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's such a funny clip at the end. Uh, so what's my line? Uh, our brother, Brian. Brian Padley. Well, first of all, we uh, uh, we have uh, some big news. Uh, we are now an uncle to two. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. New new baby boy. And you are you are now a, a 
I'm going to be the godparent, the godparent. one of the parents. godparents. Yes, it's pretty. It's going to be really exciting. So uh, they had a new baby boy named John Paul. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Well, um, so he called in, and uh, let's play his feedback. Hi, this is Brian Padley. I live in Chicago. Uh, I think you should use the following phrase from Willy Wonka in one of your upcoming podcasts. The phrase is, I am now telling the computer exactly what it can do with a lifetime supply of chocolate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we, Willy Wonka. we used to be really big Willy Wonka fans in our family, and so... That's going to be kind of fun. Well, and it figures that our brother calls in and gives us like the hardest quote ever to fit into the <laughs> show because that just has no relevancy to anything. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And now on to the news. On to the news. Good evening. Here is the news for Palace. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. The little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. So this is the news where we talk about fun stuff that's going on. You were going to say this is the news where we talk about the news. (laughs) That's exactly what you were going to say. Well, I'm a little tired. We're both a little tired. You know why? We saw Harry Potter last Absolutely. night. Absolutely. As, as we mentioned earlier, Harry Potter was fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, well, I'm sure you haven't. It came out last night. Uh, you need to go see it. It's very dark, and I like that. Although, I, I have to say, there were, there were some romantic romantic flares, and it's a PG-13 movie. So uh, I liked it. I really thought it was... Pat thought it was a little cheesy as we were leaving. There are some cheesy parts. He, thought, I, he said, I'm not sure about that. Well, I think what happens is when you read the books, mm-hmm. you you expect certain scenes, and when they aren't in there, you get kind of surprised, and you're kind of like, well, this is a great movie, yeah. but I did not imagine this in my head. So, right. Uh, very good, though, and so go ahead and check that out. I definitely recommend it. Um, I thought it was great. The movie was all about developing the characters and um, letting them, letting the kids who are playing these characters really step into their roles. So I thought they did a fantastic job You know job what I was that. sad about is that in the movie, you don't see any of the ghosts or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, well I mean, there's I, I, a lot to cram into two and a half well, hours. I think that's true, and I think that's probably why they don't have some of the little elements mm-hmm. in, in the kind of uh, childish elements that they had in some of the... You know what I noticed is they spent a lot of time doing this big sweeping camera movements because I think they, they must have blown their budget on the CGI and a few locations because like they, they really pumped these locations hard on, on the camera, sweeping the camera across and all that stuff. But I can't tell you, now I not only want to read book seven, but oh, yeah. I want to go see seven, the, the next movie. And, and, and uh, seven will be split into two parts. One will be coming out in November, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the next one will be coming out, I think, the following summer. So we won't have to wait as long. That's going to be great. Next, we wanted to just go ahead and extend another invitation to Nature's Call. And Nick, go ahead and explain what Nature's Call is. Nature's Call is an annual camping retreat down at Lake Palm de Terre in Missouri. And it's a group of people... Uh, a group of young adults that we just try and get together and we camp out every year. I think uh, we're going to try and go for like 150 people this year camping out, which would be awesome. So if anybody is interested, uh, I mentioned on the last show and I'll mention on the show again that if you would like to come out, uh, send me an email. You can send it to feedback at inbetweensundays.com and I will figure out a way or figure out somebody you can stay with for that weekend so you can actually enjoy yourself and come camping with us. 
Yes. Yeah. So, so you come come spend some time with the young adult group. Along with the news, we have some exciting people in our studio today. And so I would like to go ahead and uh, introduce our one of our first guests. Uh, this is Gerard. And Gerard is uh, Nick's former roommate. And we also have Steve Nelson. How are you doing today, Gerard? Doing well. Glad to be here. And how are Padley you? Brothers. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing great. Hello, everybody, and all the listeners of In Between Sundays. I feel so legit because Steve's on the I podcast know. now. <laughs> <laughs> if, you guys give me way too much credit. <laughs> if you guys remember, I was on the uh, in, uh, the On the You podcast uh, when I was in college, and Steve was my campus minister. And uh, Steve, I got to tell you, it always brings back these uh, feelings of nostalgia when I when I talk uh, to you, especially when we're I podcasting. I remember when you were just a baby podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) And he was such a baby. And I can say that as an older brother. So to get you guys uh, in tune with our show, we thought that instead of just going on into our our religious segment, we would go ahead and do a contest with you two. Um, It's kind of a slap in the face back at you, Steve, for getting me into all this (laughs) podcasting stuff. Okay, so this is called Chick Flick or Horror Film. And that's intense. The idea behind this segment is we have chick flick movies and we have horror film movies, and they can sound the same, the names of them. So if you've never heard of the movie before, you may have to really think hard to figure out what type of movie it is. And so if you get it right, you'll get a nice ding. And if you get it wrong, we now have this new buzzer that will tell you that you got it wrong. Yes, so we, we upgraded to the buzzer. <laughs> we did. I was no longer me doing the buzzer with my mouth. So who who wants to go first, Steve or Gerard? I'll, I'll, I'll go. go first. Okay, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> okay, Steve. Um, Pick a hard one, Nick. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm I saved I saved the hardest for last. So, and you two are both gonna have to think about this one. The first one is called a, a movie called Moonstruck. Have you ever heard of that movie before? Yes. Sounds a little familiar. Okay, Gerard's heard of it, but so but he's not answering, so he can't give you any hints yet. All right, this, this, there, and I have a synopsis, so this is a description of the movie. Um, okay, Moonstruck, it says, Loretta Castorini, a Brooklyn bookkeeper in her late 30s whose husband died several years earlier in a bus accident, decides it's time to get married again, so she accepts the proposal of a supposed niece, oh, supposed nice middle-aged nice. fellow named Johnny Camaray, <laughs> Loretta's convinced her first marriage was cursed uh, because she and her husband had gotten married at City Hall. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so what do you think it is? Chick flick or horror film? Chick flick. Oh, nice job. Wow. Wow. Very good, Steve. What year did that come out? Uh, That came out in, I think it was in the 50s or something like that. The 50s? No. Oh. Yeah, we're going to get a correction. Someone's going to send us a correction because you just said the 50s. All right, Gerard. Yeah, we will. All right. All right. So here we go. This is um, a oh, this is a movie called High Tension. Two college friends, Marie and Alexa, encounter loads of trouble while on vacation at their parents' country home. Chick flick or horror film? <laughs> oh, man. It's called High Tension. High Tension. So it could be like maybe there's maybe they meet some guys, 
or it could be maybe there's a killer. Right, yeah, they meet right, some guys right, and he's a serial right. killer. Right. What do you right, think? What do you think? Chick flick or horror film? He kills those frosted flakes. Um, let's go with chick flick. Oh, oh no, that was the horror film. Wow. Okay. Okay, and one then, final one for you guys. And this is a movie from the 1930s, so nobody nobody can go out and Google this, but the name of the movie is called Madame Satan. And it's Angela and Bob Brooks are an upper-class couple. Unfortunately, Bob is an unfaithful husband, but Angela has a plan to win back her husband's affections. What do you think? Chick flick or horror film? I would go with chick flick. Okay, Steve, you got yeah, it? Yeah, I think, I, I think I'll do that, too. I think it's chick flick. You're sure? I mean, the word uh, Satan's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could be a really bad chick flick. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, well... Good job. All right. <laughs> it was a chick flick. Nice. Good job, Steve. All right. Well, it looks like Steve won. Sorry, Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> this is our prize. What do I get? I didn't what know. I get? Uh, you get to... You get to be interviewed on the In Between Sundays yes. podcast. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Glad I was here. <laughs> yes. Right. And in fact, now we go to Help I'm Fallen, our segment about uh, religious topics. I'm fallen and I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross, she gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! So this is the Help I'm Fallen segment, and we, of course, have our two guests who we're going to talk to about religion in the workplace. And it's been something we talked about on the last show, what it, about it, very, very briefly. And we wanted to actually have a few people that have been out in the trenches and done things with their religion and are faithful to their religion, but maybe work in a area that's not as religious as, say, the church. So first, I'd like to pose a question to Gerard. Uh, well, first of all, where do you work? Actually, right now, I am uh, a full-time student at the University of Kansas, studying master's in architecture. But I, right now, I'm also working at The Gap. Nice. Yes. Get some sweet discounts, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, well, at The Gap or, or any of your other employment, what have you, uh, anything that you've come across? Uh, have people ever come up to you and ask you about your religion? Yeah, um, either like up front because whether they they see me praying or it's just in conversation. I might say, "Oh, I'm gonna go to mass," or um, maybe I quote a particular person. Um, so yeah. Okay. How about with you, Steve? Um, yeah, I get a lot of questions. You know, of course, I've had a lot of different careers. You know, especially working for the church, you get asked about it a lot. But in my previous life as a IT guy, um, yeah, there were several occasions where people would, you know, bring up religion and, you know, ask me about being Catholic. So I, I guess my question is, because I, I recently, and we talked about this on uh, episode uh, seven, last episode, um, I was some I was in a car with someone and we were working on a commercial and someone was asking me about the Catholic Church's stance on contraception and, and FP. What do you guys suggest that people do in those situations when, I mean, how do you approach that with someone when someone comes up and asks you a question? Well, I think it's always, um, you should always speak the truth and uh, 
be courageous about it. But at the same time, like it always has to come with, um, with love and, and mercy. So like, try not to be judgmental um, ahead of time. Just always be, or ever actually, but um, just respond to their questions um, with sometimes like I feel that some Catholics um, respond with some uh, a resentment through a resentment um, through other people. I mean, kind of like defending their faith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't. Yeah, defending is a great thing, but sometimes um, it can come across to like a um, a more uh, like almost like an attack, like you're like returning a blow to mm. them too. Steve, what's your experience been? Well, I, I would agree with Gerard in that, you know, the first thing that pops into my mind is something that uh, Father Jack Gleason here in, in Tulsa told me once, and that is just whenever you have one of those moments like that, uh, you really want the Holy Spirit to be involved in it. So you have to react with charity yeah. first, you know, um, because it, you know, a lot of Catholics are get really defensive about about dis- discussing their faith because they're maybe not as um, well informed as some of our uh, Protestant friends are, and so I always just take a deep breath and say, "All right, whatever happens, we're going to do this peacefully and charitably." And then I also make a commitment to be truthful and say. You know, if a question comes up and I honestly don't know the answer, I'm going to say that. I'm going right. to say, listen, I don't know the answer to this, but I'll go look it up for you and we'll talk about it again. Rather than, you know, retreat from it or run away from it or worse, make something up. What, Steve, what sort of questions have people asked you in, in the past about your faith? Well, when, as soon as somebody finds out that I'm Catholic, you know, I get all the standard questions, you know, questions about Mary, questions about the Pope, questions about the church hierarchy. Um, you know, I also get questions about the sex abuse scandal. Um, just, you know, all the standard sort of questions, you know, and you can just, you can see their eyes kind of light up and you know, oh, well, I'm going to get one of those questions. Yeah. You know, they, well, don't, they never ask you about what it's personally like being Catholic. They, they just hit the high points, you know, of the, of the main topics that everybody knows about. Um, normally for me, um, it seems like the, the topics that are always brought up are revolved around sexuality. So it's either like about contraception or um, abortion or homosexuality. Um, and, Celibacy and marriage. Priest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. A, lot of, a lot of the hot button issues. Yeah, those, basically. yeah. And because they're, I mean, they are personal. I mean, it, it hits people to the core, you know. So um, when they see something in that level they don't agree with, then, yeah, it's going to be always going to be heated in some ways. What's the best way you guys have found to f- finish up a conversation you've had with somebody where, I mean, I mean, obviously the goal is you don't want to, totally have converted them to be Catholic at the end of the conversation, but you want to maybe, you know, help them understand the Catholic faith. So, you know, when you're in these conversations, you know, and you're saying things, what's the best way to kind of wrap it up with somebody and say, you know, let's agree to disagree, or if you're interested, let's talk more. Yeah, I think it should be um, always a a gesture of a welcome, like, 
you know, anytime that you have any questions, like feel free. I'd love to talk about it. I'm comfortable with it. Um, and not leave it heated. So that's always a good thing for me. Yeah. Uh, I always, I love these kind of discussions. And so I, I'm always try to invite them to have other, other opportunities to do that. And there's been several occasions where a topic would come up and I say, I'm really not the one you should talk to. So how would you like to talk to my priest? You know, and then just throw that out there. Um, and that that's actually happened on several occasions where, you know, they'd say, you know, I'd really would like to talk to your priest about that, you know, and I've, and there've been probably three or four, uh, situations like that where we've actually set up meetings and just had over a cup of coffee just some really nice you know open discussions steve you had told me earlier uh when we were talking about a situation uh that you had when when you were uh in your office uh one time where a, a woman came in and asked you questions yeah uh, I, was, I was back in my it career and there was another uh woman in my department and I don't know how she found out I was Catholic. I, I don't remember if I told her or if somebody else did, but she came in and started asking questions. And, you know, we we talked for like five minutes and then she'd go away. And then on another day, she'd come back and she'd ask a different question. And uh, I found out later that um, she belonged to uh, one of these Bible churches. And when she found out I was Catholic, it was her uh, her goal was to try to prove the Catholic church wrong. And it ended up that I guess I was just open enough or honest enough or, I don't know, willing enough. But she started to uh, research things on her own, and she started to learn more about the truth of the Catholic Church. And and we started having more and more discussions. And she was one of the people that I actually set up a meeting with a priest with. And uh, um, she just kind of went on her own. I, I sort of introduced her to the priest, and then they set up their own meeting. And, and over time, she decided that uh, she wanted to join the church, and I sponsored wow. her into the church. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool, Steve. Well, it wasn't me, you know. It's yeah. all the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. And and that's probably something that we all need to remember, um, whether it's at work or whether it's uh, our friends, that uh, only God uh, can lead people. We can maybe point them in the right direction, but God is the one that changes hearts. Yeah. Now, you know, Have you ever had one of those uh, situations where you hear somebody say something and they may not even be talking to you, but it, it sort of rings a, a, an alarm bell in your head and you go, wow, that's what I was supposed to hear? Yes. You know? Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking that's kind of the situation with her is I don't even know what it was I said, but I think she heard something, which would have been the Holy Spirit talking, that said, I need to find out more about this. Yeah, and I think that's something that we all need to be kind of more more aware about is is when we do talk about this, you know, it's like be very ecumenical and be very respectful because um, I was, I mean, to be honest, like when, when this happened to me uh, a couple months ago, I was very taken aback because I just, it was one of these things like, well, that's out of the blue, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, let's get into a large theological discussion on the way back to the airport or from the airport. It's like, <laughs> the best. we've got an hour. Let's use it. <laughs> so most of my conversations actually have always been with fallen away Catholics. So or those that like haven't really been um, living their faith. So it's like either surprise at what I'm doing or. They've had like a bad experience um, with church when they were younger, and so um, they would ask questions that way, hmm. or ask certain questions about 
the church. And so it's always a, a refreshing thing. Uh, well, well, real quick, um, how do you guys suggest, do you uh, both pray uh, at your workplace or in public? Yeah, because that's, that's something that's real big is, is when you're in a public area, um, do you do it? And, and uh, have you ever been questioned about it? Well, there are a couple of times when I think it's obvious that, I, that I'm praying, and that's um, usually I say grace before a meal. Oh, Steve, looks like we have a, a little issue with your audio real quick. Um, uh, Gerard, so do you, do you pray? We'll get that fixed here. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the most visual one is um, praying before meals or anytime you pray and then you do the sign of the cross. Um, and actually, no one has really come up to me after seeing me pray. I mean, they might mention it later after we talk about something else about faith they'll bring that up but um no one really like even when i pray uh the liturgy of the hours in public no <laughs> one really says anything okay steve well, steve try that again see what uh well what i was going to say was that um there are a couple of times when people might see me praying and that's saying grace like gerard said or uh, sometimes when I, I go th- in my walks in the park, I'll take a rosary with me. Um, and, you know, I always get sort of these sideways glances at people, you know, when they see yeah. me with the rosary. Um, but other than that, I think I'm pretty, um, you know, I always think of the scripture that says, you know, go to your room and pray in private. So I'm, I'm not really that public about it if I'm praying, you know, in my office or something like that. Well, I'd like to thank both Steve and Gerard for being on our podcast. Thank you guys so much. So, really appreciate having you guys on the and podcast. It, do you guys have any just final comments about uh, your experience with religion in the workplace? I just want to thank you guys for uh, having me here. It's been a pleasure being on your show. And, uh, you know, I would just encourage people not to be afraid to talk about uh, their faith in the workplace. And yeah, I would agree with that statement. And just always be honest. And that's the biggest thing is just be genuine. Um, but don't be afraid. Well, thank you both. So, And uh, and a final thing, we want to give a little show preview of what's coming up. Uh, we uh, actually going to be talking about doing some series on confession. And uh, so we are planning on getting a, uh, a priest or two in here. But we would like to know your thoughts. Uh, so... Uh, feel free to email us your thoughts or call our feedback line at 206-337-7945. Let us know what you do to prepare for confession and uh, where you go and and just your thoughts on confession. And then lastly, we have a uh, little correction from last week. Uh, our brother, Brian, it's a good thing that he listens closely because <laughs> apparently we don't. Um, our brother uh, called in and he told us that uh, last week when we were talking about one of our favorite authors, Matthew Kelly, we had seen Matthew talk at the Atlanta Eucharistic Congress. And I had said two years ago in the Atlantic Congress was actually one year ago. Yes. Apparently I have a bad, uh, <laughs> I, I can't tell time. It's obviously very memorable, Pat. <laughs> obviously. And, <laughs> and, uh, also we were talking about this American life, a podcast that I listened to and the host is actually Ira Glass. Not Ira Flato. Ira Flato is the host of National Public Radio's popular Friday edition of Talk of the Nation, which is known as Science Friday. That's right. 
So thank you very much for uh, listening to the show. And uh, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to spend the time to listen to us. Uh, We'd like to invite you to give us some feedback by calling our feedback line at 206-337-7945. And help us grow our community online by checking out our Facebook page. Uh, We will frequently be posting discussions. Um, I believe we have the discussion about uh, your experience of religion in the workplace. So thank you for listening to us. We know you have a lot of podcasts you can choose from. And... uh, it sounds like Delta. <laughs> we know you have a lot of airlines to listen to. We know yes. you have a lot of podcasts to listen to. Yes. Thank you for listening Thank to Thank you for ours. choosing us. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.